All right, welcome to podcast uh, numero dos. Last week, we during the Fillmore and Snow article, we looked at a teacher as a communicator, and this week we read and focused in on teacher, uh, a teacher as an educator. Um, I think it's really important whenever we are talking about an educator to focus in on the intentionality that comes with that. Um, to be a communicator, it's something that we do every single day. To be an educator, there's a lot more purpose that goes into that. There's a lot more um, intentionality. Like I said, teachers are constantly making decisions. Um, I actually saw one time in an article, I cannot vouch for the validity of this article, but I still think it was interesting. It was discussing that teachers make far more decisions a day. Likely, they make far more decisions a day than most other occupations. And I think that this makes sense to an extent because we are not just making decisions for ourselves and our own little projects or something like that, but we are making decisions for ourselves and all 20 or 30 students that we have. Um, everything that we do is focused on the class as a whole and then honing in on each individual student and what it is that they need. So, teachers as educators is extremely important. However, we are talking about language development specifically, so teachers do need to educate their students and be good educators having intentionality in what they choose to put forth to their students when it comes to language development. Um, I have said this before, and I'm just going to reiterate it because I think it's super important. A classroom that has active learning taking place in it is a classroom that is absolutely noisy with children talking and utilizing language. Um, Language is how we learn in so many ways. Um, It's how we communicate, and so it's just so important that our children are not just focused on reading and writing, but that they are also focused on their language. And so that kind of plays into um, the fact that we, when it comes to the language, we do not just expect the children to come into the classroom and wherever they're at with their current language capacity, their current language uh, abilities and how well they speak, they don't come in and stop at that point. That was one thing that was mentioned in the article that was really kind of bogus. And I think that the article even kind of calls it out as well. It says... Um, oh goodness, I'm just looking for it. Anyways, it says that this is far from accurate, that whenever children come into the classroom at ages five or six, that they have already mastered the grammar of their native language, and that although they expand their vocabularies in school and add literacy skills, for the most part, children have acquired a language before they go to school. Absolute absurdity. Yes, children come in and they have a general concept on language, Um, They have a general idea of how it works. They can put together sentences, but they have so much more to learn. It reminds me of whenever we think about writing, and this is something that we're more used to thinking about because when we think of school, we focus in on the content of it so much. We don't, a lot of times, think of language um, as being something that we work on. But whenever it comes to our writing, we come in and we're just getting started. We write, my name is Adela. And that's the sentences we write. The cat drank. 
then maybe we add what did the cat drink where did the cat drink and the cat was extremely thirsty so he raced to the pond to drink water and then we start working with complex sentences we start adding more and more parts to the sentence using our semicolons and our colons to expand these sentences i mean we just learn to write better and better and everything gets more sophisticated and there's no reason to think that language doesn't do the same thing we absolutely add more vocabulary as we learn it, as we learn about the different subjects and um, all of like whenever we focus in on the vocabulary that we would learn in math versus science as we move forward in grades, we add more and more of that. But that's not all that we learn when it comes to language. We also learn, um, well first, as we've mentioned before, we learn how to speak to a teacher versus how to speak to another student. We learn about the pragmatics of language. We learn what things are okay to say versus what things are absolutely not okay to say to people. And some things, obviously, you just want to keep in your head and keep your thoughts to yourself. Um, all of that is taught as well, and all of that is language. And it is crazy enough, even though teachers have a million things to do, communication and language is so key to who we are and who we grow up to be that teachers absolutely have to help their children. The teachers have to be educators and help children um, continually, they have to continually work on their language development. Um, one thing that I wanted to mention as I was reading through all of this um, that just really kind of honed in with me, a lot of times I myself feel as though I am a well, I'm, I'm not an ELL, but I'm an SLL. I'm a Spanish language learner. Um, hopefully Spanish can be my second language. And so as I'm obtaining Spanish bit by bit, I think it's interesting reading all of this information about ELLs and the concept of ESL, obtaining a new language, all of these things that these students go through, because it's things that I completely relate to, even though I'm... 10, 15 years older than most of the students I'll be working with one day. Um, it's things that I'm going through that they are going through as well. And I remember that whenever I first started taking Spanish classes here at Texas Women's University, I was surprised by the four domains that I needed to work in. Because of course, um, our professors had us reading excerpts from books and reading in our textbooks so we were tested on our ability to read information and understand it we were tested on our ability to write we were continually writing our own little compositions we were filling in blanks um, working on vocabulary so that was expected as well and those two i was a hundred percent prepared for that's what i was used to being tested on but then more, more often, and it's something that I had never considered before, we were tested on our ability to listen and understand what others were saying to us. And we were tested on our ability to speak and to respond. Um, so did we understand what was being said? And were we able to speak back uh, using our new language? And this is something that whenever in my first and second Spanish class, it just always caught me off guard thinking that that was what was coming up, which is really silly when you think about it. I'm learning a new language. Of course, I need to show that I know how to speak it. I know how to understand it whenever it's being spoken to me. But it's something that I wasn't used to because going into school in elementary school, I had the general idea of English. I didn't have to 
prove that I could speak the language or that I understood what you were saying. That was just happening because I was just following directions, listening to orders, talking back. Um, Those things just happened automatically. So it's just interesting thinking about the students, the ELLs that we're going to have because they are going to be going through those four domains and it's something that uh, teachers just really need to hone in for them. Uh, Teachers have to be intentional in all of the ways that they approach them, Um, approach the, excuse me, approach the instruction that the teachers are giving to them. Um, One last thing that I wanted to write on here, or to talk about, excuse me, was whenever we talk about the concept of teaching students to read, an extremely common phrase is that we first teach, uh, we learn to read, and then we flip that, and then we read to learn. And whenever it was talking in the article, and it was saying that students come in as little kindergartners, first graders, and they have their language figured out, it reminded me of that, almost as though before they came to school, they were learning to speak and then once they get to school they speak to learn which yes i agree communication and speaking does help with language but there's no reason to think that students learn to speak only before they come to school Um, as i said before and i won't reiterate this too much but students come to school with a basic concept of language and then they enhance that. Um, and the same thing is going to go for our ALLs. Some may come in though with very little understanding, little to none, um, understanding of the English language. So we will help them uh, learn to speak and then that will over time help. They will uh, speak to learn. That will become kind of work hand in hand. It's not one and then the other with language though. It's something that we are going to be lifelong learners for. And that was my thoughts on this week. Thank you so much.